you are inspired, if you have already something that inspires you, go ahead. The world is waiting for you. We are the limit. And if we decide that we don't want to be in the way, well, we become limitless. And everything in my life was all right, kind of all right, until a burnout. And that was a very, very significant moment in my, in my life. I promised myself that as soon as I would have been in a much better shape, much better condition, I would have done something. So the objective at the very beginning was to raise awareness about mental health. Fuel your dreams, ignite your inspiration. Join us and feel at home here at Fearless Inspiration. Forgiveness is all about yourself, about you, about moving forward. It's about letting go of the emotional, the negative emotions that you may have and that get you stuck in a place. It's really that positive message of not being alone. There are other people out there who are going through a tough time. And then there is this other positive message in it. I've done it. If I've done that, you can do the same. They managed to transform a mess into a message. As you inspire others, you grow yourself. You have a massive return out of that. So it's one of those win-win situations where nobody can lose. And today's guest is Rosanna Dragani, sharing and inspiring her experience to help people forgive and thrive. She's a podcaster and a scientist. Hi, Rosanna. Where are you calling from today? Hi, hi, and thank you very much for having me. I'm calling from Reading, Reading UK. I've got a little bit more on your background in a moment, but to get straight to the inspiration, mm -hmm. could you tell me who inspires you and why? Oh, that's a very good question. There are so many people, but I would probably say that today's youth is uh, something that really inspires me. It's amazing to see how many teenagers nowadays can be so grounded in uh, all the problems that we are facing as uh, humanity. I mean, I mentioned Greta Thunberg, uh, the one and only, but she is not the only one. There are so many teenagers that are really, you know, working out and trying to address problems that we had, as adults struggle with. And, and sometimes we should just look at them and see how passionate they are about these projects that they, they start and take a little bit of inspiration from them and just follow them, perhaps. That is really beautiful. Yeah, I Thank can tell you. you've got some passion in that area. Could you tell us something that you both love doing and that you're good at, your own passion that just drips out of you? My personal one, well, I, I would be a little bit cheeky here. I would say perhaps dancing. I love dancing. It's something that uh, whenever I, I hear music, I start moving, I cannot stop it. Particularly uh, salsa, uh, a big fan of, of salsa music. Those who know me perhaps will say cooking. I'm Italian by birth, so I should be a decent cook. And I do love cooking, but you know, dancing is something different. In fact, there is a quite a funny story related to that if you want to to hear about yes, it. Yes, yeah, go on. A few years ago, I was recovering from a surgery. In fact, I, I broke my ankle while dancing. Oh, wow. On a dance so I was recovering. I was on strict doctor uh, advice not to put any weight bearing on my foot. So my mother came from Italy to stay with me for a few weeks. And I remember one afternoon we were on the couch. I was just surfing on the internet. My mother was watching a, a program and there was this salsa tune that came out. And I start shaking and moving. And my mother turned and looked at me and said, I cannot believe this. I think you are the only person in the world who can shake her bum while sitting on it. And that was all it. 
I just cannot stop moving when uh, music goes on. No, that's, that's, that's brilliant. <laughs> I, I like Latin music a, a lot as well. Yeah, it's this start, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. Right, a little bit more on your background. So as you said, you, you started out in Italy and uh, mm-hmm. you studied physics and now you've moved on to science in the environmental field and now you've started your podcast which is forgive and thrive and your purpose behind that is at some point in the recent past you were you were largely fine or you thought you were on your personal journey but you were you're really heading towards burnout and it was quite a physical and mental breakdown and nightmare that you had and the purpose of your podcast is to help explain to people, you know, the metamorphosis that you went through. I think you described it like a, a caterpillar turning into a butterfly and some of the barriers you overcome and some of the methods you use to do that to help others who really feel stuck and want to move on and thrive more in life. So, yeah, I mean, it sounds like you've had wow. quite a, a shift there. So either from your earlier life or from this current things that are going on. Can you tell us what's inspired you along that journey? Well, I mean, what you said is uh, largely correct. So thank you very much. It feels like something great that someone else may have done. So it's great to hear. Well, the podcast uh, was born almost by chance, to be honest. You said correctly, I studied physics, then I had a PhD, I took a PhD in meteorology and started working in science. I've always been the kind of person that does everything by the book, you know, reliable, you know, the good girl next door. And everything in my life was all right, kind of all right, until a burnout. And that was a very, very significant moment in my, in my life. It was an intense journey that I had to undertake of growth. And one of the first experiences that I actually remember, one of the first things that I remember after I went on a sick leave was my mother saying, you know, when you come back to Italy, for summer that it was June at the time and I was scheduled to go back in a couple of months later. Don't say anything about this. Don't mention anything. Now, knowing my my mom, I know for a fact that she wanted to protect me. I know for a fact that she loves me and she didn't want me to go through questions, you know, at a time where it would have been difficult for me to talk about it. However, it didn't feel right. Yes. And uh, it felt at that particular moment, almost as I had to be ashamed of what was going on in my life. And I didn't think that I had to be ashamed for that because what happened to me, first of all, is something that can happen to anybody in the right conditions. And that's really the key of it is to be in the right conditions. Uh, very often is environmental. A situation that happened to you in your life in that particular moment drives you in that tunnel. And Any other person going through the same experience in the same situation can go through the same outcome. So I promised myself that as soon as I would have been in a much better shape, much better condition, I would have done something. So the objective at the very beginning was to raise awareness about mental health. That is normal. You know, we all should talk about it in the same way we talk about, I don't know, I broke a leg and now I'm uh, recovering from it, you know, with the same ease. With time, that evolved. It took me a few months, actually, to find out, well, first of all, to get better, and then to find a way to raise that awareness. And the idea of a podcast just came by chance because a few friends uh, were talking about podcasting. And I said, podcasting? Really? Oh, wow. That sounds cool. 
And I said, well, guys, do you mind if I just sit at the back of the room, virtual room, because it was a, a group on Telegram. And I said, well, I just you know, pay attention to what you discuss and what you plan to do. And uh, it's, it sounds really interesting. And they said, sure, absolutely, come on board. And I realized very quickly that from a technical point of view, it was pretty doable. So I said, why not? You know, this could be a fantastic way to deliver my, my message. Then with time, and that was about at the end of 2020, so about a year ago. And with time, the, the concept started to evolve. So it went from talking exclusively about mental health to any possible challenge that we face in life, because inevitably there is an emotional response to that. And sometimes it's a matter of, of mindset. Other times it's uh, finding inspiration. I mean, your podcast is all about inspiration and, you know, finding someone out there that has gone through a tough period in their life and see that they come on the other side or someone that has gone through an experience similar to the one that you are going through. So with time, the old concept grew and the forgiveness part in particular came from my personal experience where I had to go through a process of forgiveness. And I started studying about forgiveness, what forgiveness is. And I realized that what my idea of forgiveness the one I had had nothing to do with the emotional forgiveness that I was looking for. So we may think that to forgive someone, for example, you have to have that person that comes to you and apologize with you for whatever they have done wrong to you. And I discovered that that has nothing to do with forgiveness. And forgiveness is all about yourself, about you, about moving forward. It's about letting go of the emotional, the negative emotions that you may have and that get you stuck in a place and then don't make you thrive. So, you know, going through a burnout, I realized that I had to let go part of myself. And it was the only possible way for me to come on the other side and make space for a new Rosanna. It's a little bit, I always say, it's a little bit like uh, opening your wardrobe and you realize that it's full with a lot of clothes that you don't wear anymore. So it's making clarity in yourself in the same way you take all these clothes that you don't no longer use, you don't perhaps fit in anymore, you don't like anymore, they are out of fashion, you take them away and you replace with something that is new, that is better, that is more up to date. This is how I see <laughs> coming out of burnout in a very simple terms. And I really like your analogy of the wardrobe there. And one I heard you mention is that, you know, forgiveness is like a magic pill for many of life's situations. So I really like that one as well. So for people who've decided that you know, they maybe are a bit stuck and they've got some old clothes in the wardrobe that they're going to try and let go of, if they want to know more details on how maybe to do that, of course, they can listen to your Forgive and Thrive podcast. But is there anything else you can tell us a bit more on how you personally when you know managed to let go of some of those extra clothes oh i would say that the first step is awareness you have to become aware that there is something in your life that is not serving you so clarity is pretty much the, the first step and it's easy to realize that you have to go through clarity when you are in that situation where you are uncomfortable something in your life isn't working the way you want now, it doesn't have to be a burnout. It doesn't have to be a trauma. It could be a relationship that is a little bit challenging. It could be, and it could be any type of relationship, by the way, not just a love relationship. It could be a relationship with a friend or, or a colleague. It could be your job. You know, you might have challenges in your job 
And you might start asking questions. Is that the right job for you? Yes. Is there anything else that you would like to do instead? And sometimes we stay stuck in a space and time, specific space and time, because we don't go through that process of, of learning what serves us and what doesn't serve us. You know, sometimes we have people in our lives that don't serve us anymore, that they keep us in a bad situation. And yet we don't put distance with them. We don't raise uh, boundaries with them. We have thoughts that don't serve us. And we keep, you know, thinking about those very same thoughts. So it's, it's really getting the awareness. And once you are aware that something is not quite right, then start asking questions. Why this is not? Doesn't feel right. But also empowering question, what can I do instead? How can I move away from this situation? So it's really about asking questions. In that situation, you don't have many answers. But if you ask the right questions, eventually you'll find those answers. Brilliant. No, that's really helpful starting point for anybody thinking about that. Because I'm guessing yeah, I've heard a lot of time the answers are inside already if you give a bit of space to, to find them. So that kind of uh, alludes to that, that I learned off somebody else. And yeah, maybe I can do both together and uh, help along the journey. Yeah. It's that feeling of being uncomfortable, you know, that already is is like a, a little bell that rings and tells you, you know, something has to change here. And you have it inside. So that's why if you start asking questions, you eventually will find the answers. If you open up to that possibility that something has to change, that something has to, you know, let go and you know, open up to the possibility and embracing something new. And not be scared by that, not be feel uh, fear of that novelty, then you will get there. Thank you. And you mentioned there at the start Greta Thunberg and being inspired, you know, by, I'm guessing there seems to be some, you know, a number of environmental inspirations on your journey. Is there anything else you can tell us about that? That comes a little bit from my, my background, obviously, on climate, environmental studies. I have a PhD in meteorology. So, you know, that is uh, very close to my art and uh, what I studied. But there are other inspiring teenagers. Um, I think that there is another one called Joshua Williams that wanted to stop poverty, you know, the cycle of poverty, which is an, another fantastic project, another fantastic and inspiring action. You know, uh, there are so many, so many teenagers that nowadays really inspire me because they don't have these limitations that we as adults sometimes have, you know, funding. Is it convenient? Will I step on someone else's feet? They are so natural almost in, uh, you know, this is a problem. This is a, a solution. Let's go. You know, they don't uh, create too many limiting beliefs in their system. They don't have enough limiting yes, beliefs yes. in their system. And I heard your most recent episode with Tyler Dudding. You were speaking about inspiring and empowering kind of younger children. And there were lots of, of things in that but is there anything you can summarize from that chat that you know to help inspire younger children yeah i mean tyler has, uh, has given uh, like anybody else actually i, I shouldn't be uh, <laughs> so you know everyone really contributed in a magnificent uh, fantastic way to the podcast but yes it's uh, really open up to the children and uh, making sure that they understand children understand a lot and if we change our attitude, if we go to them and we are very, very strong and you say, you do this, you do that, then obviously they react. In psychotherapy, there is a one way, there are different ways of doing therapy, but one is called transactional analysis and it's based on a model 
of child, parent, and adult. And there is this idea that if you relate yourself to another person as um, a very strong, so as a, a parent, the other person will react as a child and vice versa. And this is a situation of sort of power and, and you don't go anywhere. If you can create, even with a child, a relationship that is more adult-adult, meaning you explain the child why, for example, certain situations are not good, or you're trying to empower them, you're trying to inspire them, they can follow because they have, nowadays, is not perhaps like my time or, or, or before, we didn't have so many inputs. Nowadays, they are bombarded on a daily basis by input. They know much more than me. I'm surprised. I have a six-year-old niece. And sometimes, you know, she comes with, with words that I probably discovered like two or three years ago, you know, about electronics and all these sorts of things. And it's incredible the amount of information that they can process at so young age. So they are much more developed in uh, mentally than we were at their age. So just give them uh, a chance, really. Brilliant. No, I like that. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, I've also heard, yeah, that, you know, consciousness is, of the human race is, is evolving a bit and it sounds like you can see that. Yeah, that's good. Right. Can you tell us a time when you were at a, a low ebb that something managed to inspire you out? Or for people who have got low self-belief, you know, and are struggling with their, their inspiration, obviously they can go back and, and look at forgiveness like you've explained. Um, but is there anything else you'd like to add on that? Well, I mean, uh, listening to other people's stories and uh, what other people have gone through in their lives is something that really keeps you and picks you up. Because it's a message that tells you, you are not alone. You know, you are in a dark place right now, but you are not alone. Yes. There are other people like that out there who are going through a tough time. And then there is this other positive message in it. I've done it. If I've done that, you can do the same. So it's really that positive message of not being alone, which is we have come through a couple of years that have been really, really tough. A lot of people have been on their own, you know, even in a, in a physical sense. And we, we struggle in, in so many ways, so, so many levels. And knowing that some, you know, we were all together to some extent helped us to go through how many three lockdowns, hopefully not four, but, uh, you know, at least three was the fact that we were all in the same boat, as we say in Italian. You know, we were all sharing the same experience. It was frustrating, it wasn't easy, but we were all there together. So it was that common understanding that really helped. And then knowing that someone is one step ahead of you. So if they have done it, also you can do it. Don't worry, I've made notes of today's top 10 hits of inspiration. Hang on to the end to hear the summary. No, thank you. That is, well, that's, yeah, that's really powerful, those three. Yeah, and this is basically one of the messages that really I want to give with my podcast. You know, it's sharing stories of people that have come through the unimaginable and, uh, you know, they, they succeeded in, in their own stories. They become the, the heel of their own stories. And they managed to, I normally say, transform a mess into a message and uh, inspire others in doing so, that. And uh, as you inspire others, you grow yourself. You know, it's taking that ownership and responsibility for inspiring others that also elevates you. So it's, it's not just giving. You have a massive return 
out of that. So it's one of those win-win situations where nobody can lose and uh, you know you can only gain from it. So it, I find it fantastic. I, really I think that's fun. the best answer we've ever had to that question. So yeah, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to <laughs> re-listening to it and summarizing it for the end. So uh, thank you for that. Now, I love events that dissolve barriers between people, just kind of spontaneously make people feel more like they're on the same team. Can you think of any similar inspiring events that brought people together on your journey? Well, I mean, I mentioned the pandemic, what we went through. I mean, we were outside in our gardens clapping for the NHS. You know, we were all together in that battle. That is one. But I mentioned before climate change. I mean, we have just had uh, COP26 in, in Glasgow. It's just finished. And there have been a lot of, uh, you know, demonstration outside, you know, the formal gathering, you know, of people that it didn't matter where they were from. So different nations, different background, different uh, outbringing, you know, different religion, what, whatever, color skin, you can name it. They were all different, but they were all together there to raise their voice, their concern, their preoccupation about what is going on with climate. So any big topic that sparkles that strong emotion in you has the potential to dissolve barriers because that becomes bigger than your own interests. It becomes uh, more important than whatever preoccupation you have at all, whatever uh, goes on in your in your life in that particular moment. That's much so much bigger. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you for that. And I, well, I had the last two days at COP in a couple of the fringe events with the indigenous people. And yeah, I was really moved by that. Absolutely. And, you know, it's not your upbringing, right? But you can still understand what you're saying. You can still be on their side. You still say, oh, you know what? I totally agree with you. So because the cause is much bigger than anything small or big that is going on in your life, Whatever big you have, these causes are really unify really uh, everyone. Yeah. Make makes your problems seem smaller. I'm guessing in a way. Yeah, that's that's nice. Absolutely right. And for anyone who wants to turn their inspiration into action, have you any advice on that? Oh, I mean, if you are inspired, if you have already something that inspires you, go ahead. The world is waiting for you. You know, don't waste time. Sometimes we are stuck in our head. You know, we keep thinking and overthinking about things. And it takes a lot of courage. Sometimes, you know, we tend to live our life in the way it's supposed to be. You know, we grow up, we go to school, then we go to university, we found a job, we found a girlfriend or boyfriend, we get married, uh, have children. And, you know, we live the circle of life as our culture, our society puts on us. And we forget that we are much more than that and we can do much more than that. So sometimes it's just stepping outside our zone of comfort and and say, you know, again, this is bigger than me. What inspires me is bigger than my fear. When I started the podcast, one of the first issues that I had, it wasn't finding guests. It wasn't finding topics. In fact, I put out a post to find guests and I had probably like 30 people replying within 24 hours. Oh, wow. I recorded episodes that are still going on now within the first month. At some point I said, okay, I need to start publishing because otherwise I will have, I don't know, hundreds of different episodes and not one is out and released. But the major problem at that stage was my mindset. Yes. Do I have the courage 
to talk with these people. I mean, I was obviously recording, so the courage was there. But one thing is to speak with one person through a screen. Another thing is to take that episode and make it live. And then you start looking inside your, you know, the platform where, where you place basically your, your story, your, your episodes, and you have all sorts of statistics and you start seeing all the countries where your listeners are. Wow. And, you know, you see the outreach that you are having and you say, oh my God, <laughs> uh, you know, you start getting inspired on one end and scared on the other. And you have to balance this too and say, you know what? Yes, I'm, I'm scared. Yes, it's sometimes daunting. It's overwhelming. My heartbeat is so strong that sometimes I think that, you know, people might hear it through the microphone, but God, who cares? You know, the message that I'm trying to put out with all my guests and everyone that comes and contributes to the podcast, I think is so much more important than, uh, I don't know, my heartbeat going through <laughs> the microphone and uh, or any limitation I might have in my mind. So it, it's really, if you have anything that inspires you, my advice is just go out there and find a way to realize it. It's important for the world. It's important for others. But most importantly is for you because there is growth in creating something that helps others. It's one of those important needs that we have as people, you know, to move away from ourselves and our little circle and, and start contributing to others. Yes. I always say, you know, we need to move the body center of our life or center of gravity from where it is physically to where it could be. And there is no limit there. The only limit is the one that we put in. So we are the limit. And if we decide that we don't want to be in the way, well, we become limitless. Beautiful, yeah. Because I remember when I first started with the podcast, I couldn't, I thought it was just a crazy idea, my worst nightmare in a way to be doing this kind of thing. But after I'd done the first couple, I learned so much and got so much out of it that, yeah, it was, it was worth overcoming that really uncomfortable feeling at the start so yeah thank you for that and now it's time for quick fire inspiration could you tell us your most inspiring film oh i would say life is beautiful it's directed and the star is uh, the italian roberto benigni and it's uh, a beautiful story of this father uh, with his son that they are in a concentration camp and the little child is, is scared and his father makes the life of this child like a, a happy adventure, even though they are inside, a, a, you know, one of these uh, horrific concentration camps. It's a, a, an important lesson, I think, that we should all learn about life. You know, everything is uh, about perception. Life is what we make out of it. It can be a nightmare or can be the most beautiful thing. And yes, it might be gray, it might be unpleasant, but then it's really what we make out of it. Yeah. It's just a beautiful message, I think. Oh, I'm definitely look that one up. And your most inspiring aspect of nature? Oh, I love the combination of vegetation and water. I'm really energized by that. Yes. Ideally, a walk along a lake or a river for me is just uh, the best you can have. Thank you. And you can listen to a podcast. <laughs> 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 there is a, a, the advantage, you know. <laughs> Your most inspiring aspect of design or style? Oh, I go back to Italy. You know, there is the bending tower in Pisa. That is, uh, I always found since I was a child, that's, you know, really, really inspiring. So it's one-off, you know, in, in the world. 
In terms of design, I think buildings, houses are really in my top of the list. I like everything that has big spaces and uh, lots of windows and lots of light coming through. So I'm really, yeah, for big spaces with lots of guts. Thank you. And your most inspiring song, one of them? Oh, I would be cheesy here. All you need is love by the Beatles. Yeah, it's beautiful. And last quick fire inspiration, your most inspiring aspect of travel? I love to explore new culture. So anything that brings me to live life in the way other people live, especially if from a different culture, for example, uh, Japan or China, you know, they live in a way that is different from ours. And I love that. Thank you. So we're coming to the closing questions now. What is most right in the world? I think I've touched about that already. It's really the ability of coming together when there is a crisis, you know, when we are facing something that requires everyone's help. And I think no matter how diverse our upbringing, our situations in life are, whenever there is a major crisis, we all come together. And I think that is fantastic, really fantastic. Thank you. And what's the next book on your reading list? I've got many, but there is one that I'm, I've been postponing actually for a little while, and it's uh, The Buddha and the Bedas. The was Buddha and by the what? Sorry? The Bedas. But, uh, Bedas. Badass. All right. Badass. Got Sorry. You. Sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. It's, uh... <laughs> my, my Italian pronunciation is <laughs> eating again. Uh, yes, by Vishen Lakhiani. It's a book about, well, it starts from the realization that we spend a lot of time at work. Something like uh, easily 60, 70% uh, of our time, waking time. And a lot of us are unhappy. So, you know, what do you do? And the recipe that it brings in is this combination of the master, the spiritual master that comes through the Buddha and change maker, the, you know, the action taker that is the badass that everyone is. And for me, that is, uh, you know, it, it it's home because uh, I'm coming out of burnout. So it feels like, yeah, it was written for me, you know, how to have, enjoy the work you're doing in a way that, you know, you can uh, not burn out first of all, but also you can show your qualities and, uh, and you can improve that situation. So that is definitely something that is um, the top of the list in my audible. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, it sounds, sounds great. And if, if people want to get in touch with you, how should they do that? I have to say, I'm not really big on social media as myself, but I had to start paying a little bit more attention to social media when I started my podcast. So that is the place where I normally spend a bit more time. So the podcast, as you said, is called Forgive and Thrive. And I've been lucky enough to find an available handle as Forgive and Thrive on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. So if you want to get in touch, please come and say hi. And uh, I don't know, show us some love uh, as well. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll put in the show notes a link to your podcast so uh, people can find you. Now, thank you so much for your time today. No, thank you. I, I really enjoyed the conversation we had. My top 10 hits from Rosanna today. One, get inspired by today's youth and how grounded they are trying to solve the world's problems and how they have less limitations. Two, get inspired by dancing and cooking like Rosanna. Three, remember, if you have been through a bit of a ringer, due to the circumstances around you, somewhere else, there may be someone else feeling the same, going through something similar. You are not alone. Four, it might help to talk to people about mental health. 
5. It can be inspiring to reflect on stories of people having overcome a tough period and still be there on the other side. 6. Emotional forgiveness can be really powerful for you to move forward and let go of negative emotions that get you stuck and make it so that you don't thrive. What old emotional clothes are not serving you in your wardrobe? Firstly, have awareness and clarity that something may not be serving you, such as job, thoughts, people, relationships. B. Ask why. And C. Ask what can I do instead? And how can I move away from this? If you keep asking the right questions of yourself, you will eventually find the answers. 7. Get inspired by trying to inspire younger kids by empowering them with a more adult-to-adult style relationship. It may help. 8. Also remember there are many people just one step ahead of you in your potential challenge that you're going through. Take inspiration from them. 9. If I've done that, you can do it too. Inspire others. Transform a mess into a message. This elevates you, grows you. If you take ownership on inspiring others, it's a win-win. 10. Get inspired by how something bigger than you that is a shared purpose can dissolve barriers. 11. If you already have something that inspires you, go ahead. The world's waiting for you. And finally, 12. Get inspired by asking, is what inspires me bigger than my fear? Is it worth stepping out of your comfort zone? It might be important for the world, for you and for others. There's personal growth in building something that helps others. It can also take some of our focus of away from ourselves. When we decide we're not in the way, we're limitless. Thanks for joining us today. And we've launched our Patreon supporters group. Head over to the Patreon link in the show notes to find video versions of some of our podcasts and the Secrets to Success bonus section that our some of our guests have kindly given us. See you there. Thanks for continuing to follow us on this growing journey of inspiration and inclusion. I really appreciate your company. Go leave us a review on iTunes if you feel some inspiration from today. And of course, I'd love you to share us. If you want to get in touch, our email address is in the show notes, together with links from today's episode. Watch out for next week's episode, where we'll be speaking to Ariel Hubbard, educator, public speaker, and vocational school founder. She's created her own energy work modalities, and she's the founder of the Women Power Zone. Thanks again. Look forward to seeing you next week for another boost of inspiration. Thanks to Ben Sound for the music.